Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hello from CNN. I'm Afoma DK with the five things you need to know for Tuesday, October 10th. We start with an update on the intense fighting between the Israeli military and Hamas militants. More than a thousand people in Israel are dead following Hamas attacks over the weekend. That's according to Israel's army radio. Israel has responded with an overwhelming number of airstrikes on Gaza, which Hamas controls. According to the Palestinian Ministry of Health in Gaza, 900 people were killed and another 4,500 Palestinians are injured. President Joe Biden says 14 Americans have been killed and that some Americans are among the hostages taken by Hamas in Gaza. The White House says 20 or more Americans are unaccounted for. American Jonathan Dekelhan believes his missing son may be held hostage and is calling on the U.S. to help negotiate his release. He says his son tried to stop attackers at their home in a kibbutz, a type of self-sustaining community in Israel. These are civilians. These are farmers, teachers, and regular people like my son who had dreams, have dreams. This is not the future any of us want. CNN reporters document the escalating conflict and what it means for the rest of the world in a new season of the podcast Tug of War, wherever you get your podcasts. So in this moment, we must be crystal clear. We stand with Israel. We stand with Israel. And we will make sure Israel has what it needs to take care of its citizens, defend itself, and respond to this attack. In a speech from the White House today, President Joe Biden called Hamas's attack on Israel over the weekend, quote, pure unadulterated evil. He said here in the U.S., law enforcement is boosting security measures for the Jewish community. Biden said he spoke to Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu today, saying Israel has a right to defend itself. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says Biden ordered a contingency plan to be in place in case the situation in Israel escalates. It includes a U.S. carrier strike group in the eastern Mediterranean to deter other nations or groups from exploiting the situation. When Congress returns, we're going to ask them to take urgent action to fund the national security requirements of our critical partners. President Biden wants Congress to act to help Israel. But before anything can get passed, the House needs a new speaker, and Republicans are divided over who should lead after Kevin McCarthy was ousted last week. Multiple sources tell CNN some of McCarthy's allies are weighing whether to nominate him for speaker, which could complicate and delay things. Majority Leader Steve Scalise and House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan are running for the top job and are trying to court support from moderates. Scalise and Jordan are pitching themselves tonight as candidates in a closed-door forum. They've signaled they both support sending additional aid to Israel. Auto Workers Union Unifor says the strike at General Motors' Canadian plants is over, less than a day after it started. The strike began on Monday, after GM refused to agree to a deal, similar to the one the union previously reached with Ford. Unifor says the company quickly gave in to union demands once the strike started. The deal includes retirement benefits improvements and staffing status changes. It's now up to the over 4,000 union members to ratify the deal to avoid another potential strike. Coming up, if you haven't gotten your Powerball tickets yet, I'll tell you why you might want to reconsider. Hey, welcome back. The Powerball jackpot has soared to an estimated $1.73 billion, the second largest prize in the lottery's history. The lucky winner can choose between getting annual installment payments of the full prize for 29 years or a lump sum of approximately $756.6 million before taxes. The jackpot hasn't been won since July, and Powerball says the odds of scoring the jackpot are 1 in 292.2 million. The next drawing is on Wednesday night. 
Good luck. That's all for now. We'll be back at 10 p.m. Eastern. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.